Welcome to the wonderful podcast called The Delivery Bros. Um, our sponsors today are Blue Apron, some of the freshest and sweetest flavors I've ever tasted in my life. It opens up a new, a new bountiful thought of how great it can be on a plate. You hear that? It makes me want to howl, just thinking of how good it is. Blue Apron, right now, you can save $60 on your first three boxes with the Delivery Bros code, D-E-L-I-B-R-O-S, and that's how you can save $60 on your first three boxes. Delivery Bros loves it, Blue Apron. It's great, fresh ingredients delivered to your door, and many more. Blue Apron, mm-mm, delicious. Our other sponsor is Amazon Affiliates, where we have nice items you can buy, fantastic items from your Amazon Echoes all the way to your fantastic items as in clothing and many more. Use the code Delivery Bros 8-20 for that. And with that, on to our show. Hello, everybody. DMX is in the building. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, hello there. My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Key Sweats, Dark Skin, Fat Brother, a.k.a. Um, I'm getting a lot of judgmental looks, a.k.a. They call me Mr. A.K.K., and that's it. A.K.K.? A.K.A. Like bracket. How many? I hear gunshots. What do they sound like? Oh my I, god! I would have been like more like rap, pop, 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 pop. I mean, that's basically <laughs> more what they sounded like or whatever. We have a real unruly dog right now. He's been putting his candle because he was being naughty. So being really naughty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, he's on um, being a naughty dog. <laughs> and we're not talking about Crash Bandicoot, naughty dog. Or uh, courage. Or courage. That was courage though. That was cur- courage. He I said naughty crash. dog. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Crash well, Bandicoot. Yeah, Cra- crash is a good game. Classic. That was one of my favorite, along with Rayman. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and Spyro. My god, Spyro, Spyro was my very was first video game a lot ever. Of afternoons where I could not move. Like oh, you yeah. just sit in for hours. You could run Spyro and okay. No, anyway, I think, hi, I I'm Maki. warning was was the whole. Hi, Maki. Hell yeah, I think they created it. And okay. my wife. Remember, I suffered what, from vertigo. What's your name? I'm I'm Terry. You're who? Terry. We have the great Terry that, with us That's my wife. Speaking um, of, you took over the whole podcast. I finally listened to it that night. I passed out. Oh my I'm god, so sorry. y'all was talking so much shit. Girl, you like went to bed early and that, oh, so you heard all the sound bites? Yeah, you you motherfuckers were talking so much shit. My bad. Oh, how'd you like my editing on that? Topic for today. <laughs> okay, so um, topic for today. Um, well, we got a couple topics. Okay, um, before we started this podcast, we were kind of talking about um, the college system and how it's been kind of corrupt with capitalism ways. Um. We were talking about what happened with the uh, 
young kids getting bought into Ivy League schools. And um, I think when it comes down to it, it's really showing that the influence in education and merit has really gone down in the United States, and that's something we need to work on. How about you guys? I mean, I I don't I 100% don't agree that you should be buying your kid into a school. It's one thing to support them through college. It's a whole another thing to buy them into the college. I mean, there's a lot of people that work work to really work to get into these schools, and you just don't. I absolutely agree. It was a mm-hmm. it was a profound um, abuse of privilege. I'm going to be honest. Like, it's like it takes away because like people don't realize like it's not, especially Ivy League schools is a long list of people who don't get in who actually do have you know the academic prowess and deserve to be there. But when they're buying in positions, and then on top of that, they're put they're um they're like okay. What you're going to do is we're going to put you on a sports team that you don't have to actually participate on. Like we'll just put you in rowing or something like that. Put you in the yearbook to make it look like you did rowing, and that's why you got you got an athletic scholarship without having to do any athletics. Because hey, that's one way to get in. And then it's just like, okay, the guy that scored really high in his SATs or ACT gets screwed over. And Dude, then the ACT is ridiculously. That's what the SATs. The SAT is, is hard, but the ACT, yeah, oh, man. I cannot say that I am academically inclined in any way. I Books, guess. I love them. Mm-hmm. I am not competitive whatsoever. I got like a 1160 so on mine. School is just, I, I literally go into nervous spasms when I'm in the test. I'm like, Oh, I, I hate testing. Well I don't I test. Stand, when I went to... I hate testing. Well, because you know, I, I left high school early to do the Missouri Options Program. Ended up passing with a credit and a half more than what I needed because I took my GED. But uh, I almost walked out. I was so I actually almost didn't even show up because it was a standardized test. And they don't tell kids how to take tests. You know what I mean? A lot of kids fail... Because they have what's actually a proven thing. It's test anxiety. Like, they're good all throughout the whole day. But you work academically. They're great during the whole day. But as soon as you, they did a study. They said quiz versus test. And a lot of them were like me, where they didn't have as many issues with the word quiz. But the word test was a whole nother ball game. It was a whole nother thing. Shot their anxiety right the hell up. And they I, fail. Like, they fail. My, I'm getting anxiety right now just even talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna be like this. Like even for me, like, and I did the college thing. I mean, I had a scholarship and all that shit. But it's just like, to be honest, like, I did not enjoy school. But oh, I hated school. But that was a whole nother, a whole nother level. Personally, I was going through a ton of personal. Um, I would even just say mountains. Um, if there was a statistic out there for poor and disenfranchised, I probably hit it. And school was just a place to pour salt on the wound. So school was not a safe haven. It was not a place 
where academic where I could focus or where I could get away nope nope it was just another place where I felt I was a commodity I felt that there were hoops to be performed and there was a a line that I would never reach I'm going to be honest like and this has been talked about um, throughout the last couple weeks like some kids are not meant to go to college I feel like I was one of those kids if I could do it all over again I probably wouldn't have taken that scholarship like I did and to be honest like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing I didn't really have great study habits I had test anxiety if anything I was fucking lost and even when I got help it really didn't benefit me at all. If anything, it made me feel like I was further behind. Like, some sometimes I really wish I would have took a trade in the beginning or kind of focus on maybe starting something on my own. A lot of kids feel like they got to be pressured into college nowadays. But it's like, as a, as a kid who has a mom who went to college, I understand why she wanted me to go because she wanted the best intentions so we don't struggle like she did having to go to college um at age 32 but it was like okay this isn't for me and i knew what kind of like day one that it wasn't for me it was like okay yeah the camaraderie and everything that i found in college i did learn a lot if anything i mean it actually kind of opened my mind some as a person i would say but if your kid doesn't have the college grades, maybe, you know, help them get onto a better path of, you know, finding what their gifts or talents are. Maybe they need to work for a couple of years to figure it out. You don't know everything at 18. That's one thing I can say for sure. Yeah, I wish somebody had told me that. Okay, everybody told me that. Everybody <laughs> told me, you don't know everything at 18. For me, 18 was an escape. It was my final way of getting out of that, what I told you, domestic hell. We don't have right. to go into it. But, yeah, I I told you every statistic that was, I hit it. I was married at 18. And, you know, everyone's like, well, your life's pretty much over after that. But it's not true. It's not true. No, not at all. Um. And I wish that I had actually been told that, that, you know, hey, college isn't the only way to create a life for yourself. Marriage isn't the uh, destruction and having children isn't an end all be all. Because now that I am 30, I feel like I've actually begun to create and accept and blossom into what I really want to be, something that... At 18, there was no way, no way I would have been able to see that. It wasn't until I hit 28 that I finally was just like, oh, okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm I was ready. there for that. Right. So, you see, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't, it's like, it's hard, to, see that it's hard to find clarity when you're 18 years old. If anything, you're just like, oh, shit, high school's over. Now what do I do? Well, when I was 18, I, w- I will see, I knew that college standard, uh, tra- not, let me not say standard, but like the traditional, traditional college path. was not my thing because I didn't even get it. I mean, you know, K or pre-K through eighth was one thing. And then after I hit puberty, it was kind of like, I don't work well in your traditional wake up and go to school and crap. 
which is why I'm kind of glad that, and unfortunately, the way the events happened, I still ended up going to Missouri Options. The MOOP is, you know, all self-based. Mm-hmm. If you work, you get the credit. If you don't work, you don't get the credit. You don't graduate high school unless, you know, you go and you study and you get your GED and then you get to get your diploma and walk the stage. And that's what worked for me. Then after that, I still tried, like, I started, um, it was one of them, uh, well, technically it's a trade school. Technical, it's a trade school. A technical college. Um, but you, you told me, you were like, look, you know, I come from a family and who expects and wants me to go to college. Well, I'm not talking about Job Corps. Okay, because I, I thought you were talking about Job Corps. No, I, I was I thought t- it was very honorable that you were like, look, this is what is expected of me. And I was like, okay, well, where I come from, you get to choose, education or trade. Right. Oh, yeah, you know, no, I, I didn't. Like, yeah, you're trade. right. You're right. I didn't know you were so right, but I was trying to Brown Mackey. I had started like a semester at Brown Mackey for um, uh, criminal justice, hmm. and I, I was gonna I was gonna do criminal justice, and then I went to the classes for like two weeks, and I was like, "This is high school. I'm I'm not I'm already well above all this high school mess. Why am I back? I'm, I worked too hard to get the damn GED." To go back to learn high school shit. I, I want to get right into my stuff. I kind of I feel agree. like all of it ends up being high school. As scary as that sounds. Holy crap. You know, you go into these jobs. As deep as fuck. It is. Mm-hmm. And they end up. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Because the way they act is just like in high school. That shit pisses me off. And then you go to college. and It's know, just like high school. I was like not. I, when I went like to Brown Mackey, I was. I had already made up in my mind. I'm doing this to get out of the house. Oh, shoot. Like, I was at UNKC, and I can tell you right now, and I lived in the dorms. It was basically high school. With dorms. Basically. That's basically what it freaking yeah, was. But see, that was the main <laughs> thing, because, no, she was around. My wife was around. My baby. She was. She encouraged me to go to Job Corps, because I had told her that I was thinking about going to Job Corps, and she said, oh, wonderful, you're going. Literally. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, wonderful, you're going. And I said, okay, well, fine. And then I said, well, what am I going to do? Because I can stay um, on campus and come home every weekend. But my mother wasn't having that. And Terry was basically like, you know, that's what you want to do. I'm not going anywhere. You're going uh, to get your education. I'll be here on the weekends. I'll just keep the Kia. (laughs) (laughs) She ended up keeping my car the entire week anyway because I was working. Um, But... And what she didn't understand, because she thought, okay, she's going to drive this Kia while I'm in school. And I'm like, no, I'm going to watch this car, because I'm not letting anything happen to the car. She's like, well, she did drive the car? Yeah, but you did drive it anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, with my arm behind my back. Okay, let that be noted. Because every day, why aren't you driving the Kia? I did. You need to come and pick me no, up. Because she didn't, <laughs> no, because she didn't. No, because <laughs> at the time, she didn't have her own car. And and we were already in a seriously committed relationship. This was the had I proposed? I didn't propose yet. It was already on the brain. Let me say that. Yeah. Look. Okay. I almost jep. I I didn't jeopardize. It wouldn't have been a jeopardize for me. I almost lost my opportunity in Job Corps because that bitch ass security guard wanted to throw. I kept a picture of Terry in my backpack for days that got real stressful. Mm -hmm. It was a pic. It was my favorite picture of me and her. 
and I kept it in my backpack. And every day at Job Corps, they go through your backpack to make sure you don't have any weapons and all that other crap. And the security guard, he takes it, he picks it up, and he's going through my stuff, and he just throws it on the floor. I lost it, yo. Okay. It wasn't asshole. even time for me to call her, because normally I'll call Terry to be like, babe, I'm about, to, I'm about to snap. What do you mean you're about to snap? No, I'm about to snap somebody's neck. Okay, I'm on my way. <laughs> but room. I, I did no, I almost, I almost, I almost got kicked out of school that that very day. I thought the security guard was a dick. He was a total dick. He he was a jerk from the beginning. She's met him. Yeah, he made comments about like you know why can't you dress more feminine? What are you trying to prove? So he's a homophobe. He was a homo. No, he wasn't a homophobe. It was uh, he was, was misogynistic. A, yeah. Oh. He, he, he was he was misogynistically homophobic, I guess. But it um, was less homophobic. He was one of the dudes that oh you I could change you. Yeah, he's, I'm like, dude, he's I'm like a all the guys here. that approach me who are like, oh. you know, well, you know, you were straight, so you're straight. And it's like, well, no, that's well, not how it works. She gets, well, you've had kids, and so therefore you're straight. I get, oh, you're just straight and don't know it. There's plenty well, of I've right. been through. I've been here 23 years. I'm not one of these just born again lesbians. I'm, I'm. Okay, so my sister's bisexual, and she has three children, but she's in a nice, committed relationship with a woman now. She was married to a man. That shit didn't work out. And she's happier with the woman she's with. There you go. Period. There you go. Period. Period. That's that's how I see it. Exactly. It doesn't matter. It just what are you doing now? He's like, yeah, you're you're in a com- you're in a committed relationship. This is your wife. So obviously you're with the person you want to be with, regardless of the sex. So with that Bust the fuck off. Leave him alone. Exactly. Hitler was an artist before he was, a, you know, a dictator. <laughs> so he ain't going back to that shit. Well, damn, Terry. <laughs> right. Hey, go ahead heavy with so, it. So, um. Oh, yeah. that was. But since we're That's on the funny, subject of uh, LGBT. Oh, I was about to say, funny thing about Hitler is, um, they always say that he might have had Ava Braun as a beard. He might have what? Yeah, Ava Braun was a beard. They're saying he might actually have been secretly gay. Oh yeah! Oh, that came out a long time ago. Yeah, he that came out a long time ago. He was extremely abused for his artistic uh, creativity. And what you're saying is, his lack of self-expression turned into self-resentment, which Mm -hmm. turned into an outwardly aggressive way of destroying an entire community that he's slightly related to in order to self-sabotage himself. Well, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's self-sabotage, but I mean, I mean, but that's that's exactly how, remember when we were talking and I was like, you know, I used to be extremely homophobic before I came out. Yeah. Oh, I was super homophobic. I, I was all about, oh, no, I'm not like that. And, and you know how and I am about the I kids admit, being I was the same fully self-expressed. I tell you that all the time. It is extremely important to me for kids to be fully expressed. And my children get it all the time. Like, you know, how do you explain your relationship to your kids? I don't. I don't. They just, well, I don't either. They I mean, explain it to me. But yeah, they've explained, oh, man, they've explained it to me several times. I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, well, because we'll argue about it. You'll say something about it. And then Adrian will come to me and she's like, you know, y'all just love each other, so stop. She literally treats it how she treats siblings. 
She thinks Adrian thinks of it how how she thinks of siblings. I don't get to choose who who my brother is, but I love the hell out of him. Yeah. <laughs> right, and she's a phenomenal big sister. Um, it's it's unfortunate that anybody would feel like they have the gall to approach a child with the idea of you need to be this or that to be family. Because in this day and age, it is pressed way too hard to say that blood is thicker than water. When uh-huh. anyone who's ever grown up has always has known that your family will screw you over before your f- best friend will. Right. Yeah. What did my mom say once? She said, the people that love you the most and make you are the same people that make you laugh, but at the same time, the people that will make you cry. Yeah, and that's perfectly fine. However, if you're in a situation where your family, the ones that have the blood with you, mm-hmm. are the ones that give you the hell and the toxicity, you, you got to get out of that. Yeah, there's one thing to love your family, but well, doesn't mean you got to like them. Spoon. It doesn't mean you got to like all your family members. That's just how no, it is. I strongly dislike several of them right now. I, that's what I'm saying. Like. Oh. That's really. I think the only thing that kept that keeps me from whooping that ass is the fact that I am related to you, and then the ones that I care about might actually dislike me. I get that, but I'm not like referring to the ones we dislike because I go in and out of, you know, liking and disliking someone on a constant and daily basis. I'm a Gemini; it's what we do. But I'm strictly referring to toxic toxic situations and toxic families mm-hmm. and bloodlines and the uh, effect it has oh, yeah. on traumatizing children. I am strictly talking about the fact that, you know, Maki and I were um, we were watching something on YouTube and the guy was spouting off these stati- the statistics of uh, same-sex relationships, particularly lesbians, Yep. Raising children and mm-hmm. their children becoming corrupted and versus straight and um was he an all writers? Perhaps. Probably. Yeah. That it's likely. About right. The frustration that I had was, you know, it's only been recent that you could even see same sex families out in the open. It's only been recent. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, where the hell did these statistics come from? And he's talking about, you know, they're more likely to be teased and so forth and so on. Well, and I'm hey, like, well, if your yeah. mother, if mom, I was teased. I mean, if we're going off of something like that, I'm, I'm not. Well, I mean, but yeah, but if you're talking the 80s, 90, uh, we're just now coming into an age where you can even express something like that. Oh, yeah. And uh, so it is, it's a whole nother mentality. I don't see how those statistics could even exist. But I told you, like, it was, it's that same fear-mongering propaganda that I cannot tolerate. The same thing that was saying that they came out in studies back in the 60s, 50s, and, and, and 40s stating that African Americans were, um... Couldn't read. Illiterate. Were they, illiterate. They, they were, were illiterate. Three-fifths of a person. Yeah, uh, three-fifths of a person, three illiterate. Of, uh, illiterate. Uh, yeah, all of that. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, you're but right. Of course you are. I mean, how would you expect it to be any different? The, if the education wasn't there. The the opportunities were not there. The mm-hmm. I mean, they're saying that to this day. But you, but that's and that's what but you were saying. It's, it's right because if you got sixty, what did you say? Perception is greater than reality, yes, right? Okay, so is than if reality. perception is that that falls into that because 
if you've got 60 years of bullshit, you've got to put at minimum in 70 years to to fix that. Same thing with the racist propaganda and all that. If if the I mean, look the at the people. I tell you who that, is it? You know, the people, when when you ask me, you're like, okay, so what do you think of our current president? What do I tell you every time? I don't ask you. Yes, well, you've asked me several times. Like, what do you think of our current administration? He's messing up everything. He's destroying the country and everything. Mm -hmm. What do I say every time? There is no way of telling what is and isn't, you know, coming about this current administration because you cannot tell the impact until at least, at least two terms after they have left office. Right, because it takes too long. Right. Well, so that takes there's, long, there's, I mean, yes, you can tell the immediate impact. You can, you can. Well, predict. like shutting down the government, but shutting down the government right now predicts that that wall will be a fucking. It'll be. That's gonna be a major. What expense. they call, what they call, what they call it, an uh, immediate call to action where they start taxing everybody. So that, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean things that Clinton is, has done in his administration. I mean, you didn't see until far after, and right. so forth and so on. There are immediate impacts, but in general, these are more slow, waning impacts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I don't speak on the administration. I say, okay, if there's something that you can see that's going to impact, then that's where you need to start putting in your opinions. That's where you need to start putting in your action. That's where you need to start saying, okay, so immediately he's shutting down the government. My stand is that I promote um, environmental awareness. awareness. So with him doing that, how does that affect me? Okay, now what can I do in my community, in myself, to make sure that I impact that? So that whatever this presidency does, whatever this administration does, how can I keep that from affecting what is important to me? And instead of saying, okay, well, this guy's a jerk and all that, okay, cool. There will always be a dick in your life. Yep. There will always be a dick in your life. The determination is how much pussy are you giving it? Well said. And Maki is <laughs> she's dying over here. She's, she she almost choked on her life water. I, she, uh, I, I, <laughs> I I've never seen her just choked up. I, I know uh, it's kind of blunt, but I feel uh, like that's, that's not that's blunt. I'm a whole lesbian, babe. <laughs> okay, well there you go. I'm you not giving no point. dick, no pussy. Okay, that's just not gonna. So happen. basically, <laughs> for uh, this case, okay, so that's like two vagina scissoring. No. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, so no. We've already discussed yeah, the scissoring. Okay, we use work. that analogy. I mean, scissoring how, how, I mean, how hard are you slamming? <laughs> scissoring does not. I mean, is slamming. Not you gotta have like a super teeny tiny chick. I'm sorry. Okay, you brought it up. You gotta have like a super teeny tiny chick, and another super teeny tiny chick for scissoring to work. It just don't work. I don't. I can't. Okay, too chubby. I do. I but I'm too chubby. It just. Where is it gonna? Where's the contact? It's just like it's just like if she got a little more cushion for the pushing, and you got a bit of a belly. Wait, is that why you keep feeding me? Baby. Shop ba ba bing bang tutti frutti on route. Whopping and a whopping and a whopping boo. 
you you messed that all up. Okay, don't judge me. Okay. Anyway, I I think yeah I I agree. Um, <laughs> you have to, sort of uh, you have you, you, like I said you gotta have if you got sixty years of bad luck you gotta have seventy years of good. Um, you can't uh, and and you're right you're a hundred percent right the statistics aren't around for them to be putting it out there. So it, it, I mean you've had over. Are we in 2019? We're in 2019. Okay, let's just say we've had 10 years, okay? 10 years ago, at 13, you people weren't walking around. 1999, 2009. What did I say? 10 years. Yeah, 2009. What did I say? 2013? It's okay. Oh, God, okay. 2009. Get your math right, please. I don't do math. You're going to set us back 300 years, girl. I just might. It's going to take us 400 years to give back to the 300 years. You know what? Fuck y'all. Anyway, moving on. Next topic. Next topic. They fired me. These bitches fired me. Oh, Oh, yeah. She she was working at the vape shop that shall not be named. These bitches fired me. I told y'all I was getting ready to jump ship anyway, dumb motherfuckers. Okay. That's true. But I told you that, that, you know, there is grace in your actions. So get it, I get it, I do. I didn't it was say absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I agree. Their basis was unsound, invalid, so unfounded, unfeasible. Like, <laughs> it sounds like they um, they had other problems with you. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I personally feel like there was, um, there was a problem in administration, management particularly. Um, management was not happy with the overperformance. I don't think that I told her that this was a college job. It's a job that you go in, you're not really putting any into it, and you know, you just kind of float on and float out. Um, that's not how Maki works. Mm-hmm. Whatever she does, whatever she does, she does with full commitment, with full energy, with full heart, and I believe management did not appreciate it. To be honest, I I mean, mean, to be honest, if you think about it, there are certain points of employment where you expect a certain attitude. And when I said perception is stronger than truth, the perception she gave on is I'm going to own this bitch. And uh, she taught me that years ago, by the way. (laughs) I was in a sales job. Mm -hmm. I was stressing. I was making $10 an hour. Oh, man, Terry walked over to me, or I called Terry on the phone. I was like, I'm about to quit. She was like, no, you're not. You're going to go back in there. You're going to get on that phone. You're going to make this job your bitch. Do you understand me? <laughs> right. Like that. Like, man, like, Terry, man, she be getting aggressive with me. I be <laughs> I be confused. I be like, I thought I was the stubby. I'm just going to say this. You were the stubby. <laughs> we all need Terry's in our life. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest Can't right now. Can't have mine. I, I don't want to take no yours. I, I mean, I need you to clone her. We're going to clone her. We're going to study her. No. And then we're going to. No, 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 no. Yes, no. I need you to clone your wife. No. How, how do you know my job isn't already on that? Uh-huh. Bruh, if that bullshit, they going to stick you. Oh, man, can I rant about this, please? <laughs> Maki's rants. Can, can I go off? And here's a segment we like to call Maki's rants. Oh, brought to you by, once again, Blue Apron, where you can have $60 off of your first three boxes. Use the code Delivery Bros. Now, with that, back to the show. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, all right. So, my wife applied for the full-time position at a job in the food court. Uh-huh. 
these motherfuckers didn't give her the full-time position in the food court. The day she comes back, guess where they put her at her job? Where? In the goddamn food court. Now, how the hell you... Do you see how... It did, Insult to, oh, speaking of insult to injury, I cut my hand. My, I cut my hand at this job the day before I get fired, and I'm still going in. Freaking hurt my, I, my finger was bleeding, man. Wasn't no regular cut. Pissed me off. Note to self, subtitles for this episode. In, <laughs> in defense, I, I told you I handled that. I handled I that. Handled I went it. in and I talked I to administration. Uh-huh. And they let me know that two of their people in the food court were indisposed. And they were like, it's it's a crappy, crappy situation, but we need mm-hmm. you because you're so versatile and you work every Yeah, fuck right. that. Give me a raise. <laughs> I get you, but until I myself have... Terry, I mean, you're the logical one. I'm the emotional one. Can you not stop, stop telling me you get it? You're I logical. Mean, you don't get, get it. it. I'm emotional. <laughs> I just go in and slap the motherfucker. See, we have a system. You already know we have a system. If yeah. I get into some shit, all I got to do is call Terry and say I need a place to go or I need bail money. That's that's Those are the key words, bail or place. Okay, and she already on it. She logically figuring all that out. I just go out and do the dirt. Sometimes. Man. There's also that time where I just go, what have you learned? Now you're going to sit there. When have I done that? It's been something serious. Um, if it's been something serious, we have discussed it, and both you and I are probably the ones going in there. We we, we showing up, you know. Can we tell them about the babysitter? Oh, Dumb shit. Dumb bitch. <laughs> oh, man, we got to tell them what oh, we th- Okay, I got to hear the story. I didn't even ask. Oh. I'm allowed to curse on here. I'm sorry. Oh, oh no. Well, we, you're allowed to curse. I curse all the time. Cur- the <laughs> really? Here? I was fucking cussing in the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Okay. I, I don't understand. So, You're like the third person to ask, can I cuss on this podcast? I was like, yes. I put explicit on every podcast. Except right. for the last episode. What, what what happened with that one? There's no explicit. There's no explicit on the last episode? Not in the brackets. Hmm. Huh. I can show you. I about to say, this podcast can get raw and dirty. That's a very good point. But me yes. and Terry, me and Terry were, uh, we, we were looking for... Basically, what she's saying is that generally we show up Quentin Tarantino style, you know, just just full on suits, getting ready to fuck some shit up. No, tell them. Reservoir Dogs. Yes, bro. Okay, so me and Terry just had this. Me too. See, I love Quentin Tarantino. All I got is stories. You're fine. You're. It's fine. Oh my god. Like. Yeah. Basically, I've had some really horrible, horrible success, or non I mean, it's it's failures with babysitting. Mm-hmm. I am. I have to just give grace to God that my children are still okay and or not psychotic. Or me not in jail. Or me or Maki in jail because even first off we had. Um, what the hell are you doing over there, woman? Trying to make smoke. She's making smoke rings out of a, a but bottle. But it's too stiff. Anyway. You know, that that is picking up in the damn sound. Nobody wants to hear the clicking of the bottle. You know what? Maybe we should use the clicker on Anthony. Maybe he'll shut up once or twice. Okay, what is the clicker? The clicker. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a, a train dog, dog training tool. <laughs> okay, first of all, I am not into dog play. What the fuck? Oh, God, it is a thing. I was watching the document. Anyway. Like we were we had shit luck with baby.
babysitters. This babysitter was stupid. She was dumb as fuck. She called me. Okay, so Terry was supposed to pay her on Friday. They made Terry work overtime. She didn't get off at the time that she was expecting her to be there. Terry cannot have her phone on the floor. I can't even get a hold of Terry. And sometimes makes me question why I have her on my emergency contact, because if they call her phone, she wouldn't be able to answer it. That's how bad these people are. So do you get what I'm saying? So how the yeah. hell, if I can't get a hold of her, how the hell are you going to get a hold of her? Okay. So right. the babysitter apparently had been calling Terry. I just got a hold of Terry. Terry, I'm like, yo, you got the kids. We good? Yes or no? Yes, I got the kids. I'm pulling up in the parking lot now. Cool. I'm down the street. I was meeting her so we could go to dinner with the kids. This bitch gonna call my phone talking about you need to tell your girl to come get her kids. They're ready. Oh, bitch, wow. okay. She's on her way. I need her to be here now and pay me my money. Oh. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Tell her she need to uh, aggressively. And I said, you can calm all that shit down because I'm not the one to be talking to like that. Tell her to come get her kids or else I'm going to beat their ass. Oh, bitch. Okay, how about, okay, bitch, how about I just come and get my kids? How about I just come and get them? Fuck what Terry doing. How about I just come get them? We can handle this real quick. Oh, I pull up. Terry's out there arguing with her. I pull up because I'm already pissed. I'm already livid. That's it. You you threaten my kids. I'm ready to shoot you. I'm ready to pull a bullet in your head. It gets worse. I pulled up. She coming me crazy talking about, yeah, bitch, you was talking all that slick shit on the phone and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bitch, come get these hands right now, you ugly ass, old ass, bitch ass, whole ass, stud ass, bitch. This all happens. You dyke ass. It, it doesn't happen that fast. Everything oh, it, it, happens that, it happened that fast to me. It uh, was, it if you called fast, my phone threatening up. my kids, I'm going to kill you. That ain't no talking after that. No, and that's why we were arguing in the front yard because, I mean, yeah, my job kept me over. Mm -hmm. I had also, um, I had all, I was also taking the clothes from my job's uh, coat closet to the uh, homeless shelter. Right. And so I had those in the back, and I was talking to the girl, the babysitter's girlfriend, and I was letting her know that hey, I have some coats for you and the kids and everything. You know, you can go through them and take some coats and then i'll take the rest of the shelter that's nice um well her girlfriend was already irate she came up the stairs cursing and yelling and talking about she's gonna kick my kids asses and all that and i was like hold up that's not necessary you know because that's how i talk and i'm like that's not that's we don't need all that mess you know we could talk about this in a calm cool fashion i don't know what's going on but you you know you can just tell me obviously it's not working out if you're this irate and this upset pay you and we can just go our separate ways hella passed well nope she respect to to you this woman towers over me but i'm also not the type of person who just i'm not gonna just tolerate you in my face yeah i'm gonna be like look i get it i'm sorry you feel that way but i'm also not gonna tolerate you in my face so i was like look Mm -hmm. you can calm all that shit down i'm not gonna scream and yell and all that maki pulls up in the charger she hops out of the car girl's like oh okay now there's that bitch now i'm gonna fuck her up and i'm like oh, Come, let's go get her then see but that was the thing that's the thing terry's got that whole we don't need all this mess man i only do that if i care about you after you done said you something about my kids about my wife you can talk about me all you want to mama told me mama told me 
Somebody stand there and talk shit all night, then somebody put their hands on me, all right, okay? Because if I shoot you and you shoot me, I'm shoot you, get locked up, pull me, okay? I, that, mm-hmm. that, I mean, you could stand there and talk shit all day, but you didn't, you, you threatened my kids? You lucky ter- Terry has held me back? Terry is like, Maki, you need to calm down. And I'm like, no, I'm about to, be- I'm about to beat the shit out of her. You don't come talking to me. Don't don't call me about talking about you. Go put my hands on the kid. You ain't the auntie. You ain't the uncle. I've got very good friends that are like brothers to me. And Ryan's only popped Liam one time, and that's because he shot off at the mouth at you. That's true. He's only popped him one time, and I got on his case about it. Who the fuck do you think you talking to? Then she come talking about, well, my brother's on his way, and he's got his gun. And that the, I put the 33-man mag in the gun, and I was like, come on with it. Come on with it. Then they were talking about, well, I'm going to show up at your child's school and all this shit. Tell what? Me why, yeah, hold on, hold on. That wh- happened after oh. the incident. Because okay. after we yeah. left, because after that, I said, like I said, I said, look, this ain't working out. I don't know where you felt like you were disrespected or whatever, but there was ways to communicate that. This was obviously not the way. This is over. You get your money. We're done. Then she's calling the house 24, 7, 12, 15, 20 th- times. Uh, calling her phone 30 times a day. Calling my phone 30 times a day. It was more like 30 times an hour. About to say, well, 30 she a times an head? hour from, huh? She a powder head or something? It, it almost felt like that. Oh, it almost felt head. like that. She was like on drugs or something. Oh, was, shit. I don't a give a mess. fuck. Man, but no, she's but like, she come talking about all the, well after all of that, Terry. I was like, nah, you ain't. I told Terry, nah, you you ain't getting your money tonight. That's what's not gonna happen. I'm gonna get my kids before I catch a case. That that's what I said specifically. Said that I told Terry to get in her car. I told the kids to get in my car. I told Terry to take off and I'll meet her. I will meet you. Me and the kids loaded up. We meet. We met way around. She comes stalking her, basically, calling her phone 40 times an hour, 50 times an hour, talking about where her money is and all this, that, and the other. And so I took the phone from her one time, and I said, hey, look, you'll get your money when we get this good and figured out. If you want to calm down, you if you calm down, then you get your money. You ain't getting your money before you keep threatening my family. That ain't going to happen. And I let her know that there's no there's, – I can't in good conscience give you anything knowing that – you're going to leave me alone. You have to leave me alone. I don't blame you. To be quite honest, the way she acted, I wouldn't have gave her shit. So she showed up at the she showed up at baby girl's school. Yeah, and tell me, but that was the that was the thing. After she said that, I was posted outside of my daughter's school. Yeah, she showed up posted. at her school. She show um I was parked at I was stopped at a stoplight. She bounced out of a car and Oh yeah, she told me that and I was like car. Oh, Yeah. Hell yeah. Man. And tried to run up and grab on her door, try to open her door and shit. That's some psychotic I, shit, right? Bro, there. I whipped that around so fast. I was on I was boy, I went straight hood. I was out there patrolling. I, I don't yeah. blame you. And then it like was the, in the car was like we couldn't get the we tried to get the police involved, but we didn't have enough information. So what it came down to and all of that, because it, like I told Maki, it it became a huge game. Like, she just, the more ignorant she could act, the more irate she could act, the funner it was. So, I, you know, I was like, look, we're not going to try and fight fire with fire, because these are, these are those idiots who end up on T-shirts. 
So yeah, yeah, and I end that, up behind she, bars. Her ass definitely would have ended up on a t-shirt. No, I'm I'm so serious, uh, Terry. I feel like you know when they say opposites attract. I feel like that applies to our relationship ridiculously, because mm-hmm. Terry is that calm, cool, and collected. Okay, now I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm that say that one trigger word about something, <laughs> and I'm blasting you. Oh, I don't blast you. Like last night, I did really good. I was going to, to my friend's house last night, and I saw some dude snatch a female and throw her in a car. And I'm sitting there like, I got a gun on me. I can handle this real quick. Mm-hmm. But I had to sit back, and I had to think I got a wife and kids at home, and if he's got a gun and I'm not a good shot tonight, I am fucked. And my, and my wife going to be fucked up. My kid's going to be like, well, where my mama Maki at? I'm going to just be gone. I ain't ready to see my mom again. Fuck that shit. Call the cops. But... Well, I'm telling you, I'm 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 a run into a building, into a burning building type of person. I'm a I'm a pop you if you say it's the wrong shit kind of person. But Terry keep Terry keep me ground for the most part. Hence why they call it a better half. Uh, you ain't never <laughs> lied. She, you know, she she teeny tiny and fit, and I'm over here chubby. So you're right, better half. She got more book brains than me too. But finally, we we got the police. Oh, yeah, and I, I just wanted her. her to call. I just told her. She, Terry was like, we should get the cops involved. And I was like, yeah, go and get the cops involved. So if I got if I got to bust a cap in that ass, it's already on record. <laughs> she was like, what does that mean? I was like, Terry, if they roll up on you again <laughs> and the cops don't know, it just looks like premeditated murder. <laughs> you told the cops. Now it looks like self-defense. <laughs> but I showed up at the house. I exchanged uh-huh. the money. We got it all sorted out. The woman still continued to to harass. Mm-hmm. So basically, I, I, I mean, I then handled she was, it. she she set the pick bull on him. Yeah, she she, she set the pick bull on him. And then it was she done. let Maki get him. <laughs> well, because after that, it was like there's no reason oh. for any more to, of this to be continuing. But it continued. Yeah. So it. I told her to meet me though. That was the issue. Terry was so mad. Terry was mad at me. I was like, look, you want to keep doing this, you can meet me right now. Come catch the fade or get your wig peeled back. Which one you want? Which one you want? Ain't heard from him since. But we did. We were dropping off baby boy at the daycare, and there was a car that went by. We thought it was her. (laughs) Because it was the old, old babysitter that we lost contact with. She pulled, she goes by, and she goes, Maki. And we heard him say Maki, and me and Terry are looking at each other like, you know them? Nope. I don't know them. <laughs> I don't know them. We get in the car, we start driving off. They whip right behind us. And both her and I and hopped she, out of that car like, we about to fuck somebody Oh, up. man, me and Terry was trained to go that day. She, oh, she hell hopped no. Out, no. She hopped out the car, and she, I, I already had my hand on my pistol because I was like, oh, yeah, it's time. Because I was like, man, Terry going to get out and start fucking her up. I'm going to just put the gun on her, make sure she don't pull nothing. I'm going to let Terry get out all her anger with me, her anger with her job, her anger with the kids, her anger with the finances. I'm going to let Terry unleash it all. I was just going to let her go. Lord, <laughs> Jesus, help us. I was going to let Terry go. Side note. Asterisk and side note. Maki comes off as a hothead. She is not that much of a hothead. I just want to put that out there. Uh, well, she actually is a big softy sometimes. Again, trigger words. <laughs> Triggers. She can get triggered. I get triggered like an SJW. She, she got that poly blood. You say the wrong fucked up thing to her. 
Like that's how you end up with like her whole family in court, including her. Oh no, 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 no! I don't need the family. I'm a one man. I'm a one man army. <laughs> like I time. said, I'll call Terry and say, "Hey, I need bail money." <laughs> I don't know what it is about Paulies and South Pacific folks, but man, I'll tell you what, man, I will never get in the fight with none of y'all. They're wow. big. Oh my God! And on top of that. They let me pull out this like <laughs> I had a friend that dated a Samoan girl. They broke up. I mean, it was a mutual breakup, but he still had to fight her brothers. All six that of them. Not su- <laughs> that would make sense. That does not surprise. That's what I'm saying. It's like you fuck with one, you get them all. <laughs> nah, the Polys don't really. The Poly, I'm not really all that connected with the Polynesian side of my family like that. Still though, shit. All you got to say is, oh, I'm Pauly or I'm South Pacific. And I'm just like, okay, hi, we're going to be friends. But at the same time, I am not trying to fight all y'all. It's like them, the Mexicans. Sometimes you might even get the Asians. Shoot, the black folks? Oh, man, black folks. I don't know what it is. It's just it like. Depends. It really it de- depends. It really depends for black folk. Like. Throw a chair. Like, here, here's the example, okay? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you really bring up the yep. boondocks? Yep. <laughs> She said, "Throw it." She's it's right, a real though. Thing. She's Throw right, a though. Chair and it's shit it it did down. happen they at the Source Awards. Booth, dude, in the it booth. happens every time. It's a real thing. Okay? It's always a but. You know what? But every truth, every truth is just lined. It's just lined. It's one of the things you throw a you throw somebody's hair. You throw a chair. You say your mama. Well, no, because the mama's thing is it, not. It's not the same. But you not hear like a bang, like you hear a bang. Uh-huh. Tell me, tell me. We don't all go on high alert like something's going to get fucked up like right. this moment. That is one of those deeply programmed You hear something bang. You hear something. You see a, something flying, which usually is a chair. Oh, how about this? You're or in the club. You, or you see some hair. You're in the club. Move, bitch. Get out the way it's playing. Or set it off a little boozy. Uh, yeah. And you see a fight break out. And then everybody in the fucking club is fighting. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's it's the true. whole thing. Yeah, but that's the same thing. Uh, when they, How are they doing in the boondocks? Somebody, Riley just picked up a chair and threw it out of nowhere. Everybody was cool. Now I'm mad. Do, 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 do. Man. I don't everybody know what it is. It's just like, arts. yeah, everybody, everybody. It, I don't know. It's almost like a sign of disrespect or something. I don't know. It's just. It's I, like, I don't know, because at the same time, you got to think. Humans are mammals. So even we have our primal states. It's like primal states of aggression. It is. It is very primal. And I and I mean, I, I don't see me being aggressive unless my life is threatened or something. Or it's just like you go into. None of the moments of aggression between any of us has ever not involved something that we were either protecting, mm-hmm. something that we were, you know, passionate about. And I don't mean passionate like, oh, my God, that cheeseburger at five gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, oh, my like, God. Have you seen the Five Guys song? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, man. But I'm talking about, like, okay, so the chick with the babysitter. The one time that Maki had to lift my ass out of the air to keep me from getting to one of the babysitters. Because I told you I had a really hard time when it comes to child care. This Mm -hmm. woman was a licensed daycare. We've had issues with licensed daycare, with SitterCity.com. I mean, I've had issues. This woman poisoned my son with carbon monoxide. What? And told me that she did it because I was dating a woman. What? And told me, fuck me and my child. And I tried to get to her across the yard. And Maki wouldn't let me. 
didn't let you because she I'm also would not let me burn her house down. So I thank you for that, dear. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I didn't let you do that because you know, oh, Wendy Williams just said it, right? So the dude, right? The dude take all the charges, mm-hmm. and then, and then. Oh, don't worry about it, Tennessee. Oh, and then the. Oh, I was thinking it might have been tied to your mama cat. Um. <laughs> No, her phone was ringing. But um, oh. it, what is it? Wendy Williams said, "As the man, you take all the charges. The woman stay, and because she got the kids, she got to get, you got to stay with the kids." Right. I didn't let Terry get to her because I was like, I don't have any custody over these kids. Terry get locked up, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> but Woo. yeah, it was blind rage. All I saw was my son laying in that damn hospital. I was like, yeah, it's over. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm so, I'm, I am very impressed that y'all. She fucked my back up that day, might I add. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm very impressed that <laughs> she was able to hold you back. And because I'm sorry, like, that's that's completely fucked up. That lady should lose her fucking license. She did not. She didn't. She's still she didn't. She's still operating. What's the name of this place so nobody can go there? Uh, I don't remember. Do you tear? Oh, I remember. Yeah, I, I refuse to say it. I will not say it. You know what? Tell you the truth. I am a firm believer. What goes around comes around. I hope it does because that's fucked up. Excuse my language. Yeah, go ahead, sweetheart. That was uh, one of her babies right there. She's so cute. Anyway, um, so back to seriously though, I, I'm disgusted. They even hear that happened, and she did that to your child. It, well, she might have done that, and yeah, we did call the police. We tried to open an investigation. Unfortunately, they were saying that the children were too small to testify, and that the evidence they have of him being hospitalized with the carbon monoxide, they were unable to have sound evidence saying that it was with malicious intent. That malicious intent. But that was the here's that the deal: there is a lot of bias in this community mm-hmm. with children and we experienced a lot of that when we were searching for child care you know like I said she was a licensed professional we ran into several Christian establishments oh, man, who refused Christian to even stuff. take the kids yeah and they refused to even talk to me they wouldn't they would not acknowledge or talk to Maki they would only address me um, we had one and I quote said we're going to raise your children in the correct education so that they wouldn't uh, go astray. And we had one who stated once they found out that Maki and I were involved. And it, I don't even remember how they found out. I think Liam had called you Mama Maki yeah, or something Liam like said that. Mama Maki. And yeah. she immediately said, you know, you can't return. You can't return. That's fucking horrible. I am so sorry. If I were a daycare owner, I would not give a fuck. Kids don't have to have... My thing was... And I struggled with it. Oops. My thing was was that I struggled with it for years because I was like, well, if you're supposed to have a man and a woman, and that's how it's supposed to be. But it's it's masculine. It's a masculine entity and a feminine entity. That's I all you need. I don't know about that. Uh, but I do know whatever happens in an adult bedroom has nothing to do with a child and should not be reflected on that child. I agree. 
as far as these kids know, you live in this house and you give them rules. That is all they need to know. Okay. Your bedroom, sweetheart. You got permission today. I really agree because, like, when it comes down to it, regardless of the parent's sexual orientation, that should never take away from a child from getting care. Not in your bed. When they. (laughs) (laughs) You gave her her permission. You gave her permission, and I was just thinking the first thing she gonna do. That's the first thing that I would do. Dang it, I'm trying to have a Larry King moment over here. I'm sorry, I just took it away. It just, it just, just, look, I just, I went kid moment. I was like, yeah, I'm about to go up here and eat in my brand new bed that's off the floor. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She got a loft bed now. Oh, cool. So I'm, you know. Yeah, I did that. Right, that's what I would do. So I was like, you know. Yeah, okay, sorry, my bad. Okay, so back to my Oprah moment. Hi. Now, anyways, so, um, look, I, they, here's what, here's the thing. When it comes to daycare, they took on a job where they're supposed to be there to care for children, not have a bias against their parents. It's not about the parents, it's about the child. They have literally disrespected the whole code of child care, I feel like. This should not have anything to do with somebody's religious beliefs, nor somebody's sexual orientation or gender. They have gone backwards, and this is one of the reasons why people can't progress in society. And the fact that you have told me all this I am utterly disgusted. I'm angry, actually. I'm fucking angry about it. Because you two are good people. And the fact that you're telling me that your child was harmed, you were pushed away from different places, is just ridiculous. It's dumb. It's the most ignorant thing I've ever heard on this podcast in a long time. And we have talked about some ignorant motherfuckers on this podcast. But I'm sorry, these motherfuckers are the worst. And to be frank, they are going against their own values as Christians, if it's a Christianity thing or not. Because when it comes down to it, you're supposed to love everyone. And obviously, they had no love. And to be quite honest, it doesn't sound like they should be doing freaking child care at all. Sincerely, people need to get with the fucking times. People are gay. People are straight. People are trans. People are whatever. This has nothing to do with the character of the person. I'm very sorry that happened. Sincerely, I hope you can find better character. I know that shit's hard to find. You can't trust everybody. And I don't know. I guess it's by the grace of God, the creator, or something like that, that you guys are still pursuing childcare after all the shit that happens, because I know you're both working hard to provide a life for these kids. If it were my children, I probably would have did the same things. I'm would, I would have been like Maki, I would have been like you with the carbon monoxide. I, probably would, I don't even want to think about it. I, I haven't even known these kids that long. 
But if that shit would have happened today, I'm letting you know right now, I probably would have been on your side to go ahead and get the gap. I'm letting you know right now. Because the last thing a child deserves is to be hurt. Absolutely. A child needs to be in a safe place. And that's what I stated. I don't care what you feel, you know, as far as moral moral goes with, you know, same sex or opposite. A child should be safe. And if a child is in an environment that is not safe, is not conducive, is not raising the child to be a functioning, you know, independent adult, then they are not in a good place. I remember in October, I think it was like October, November. Actually, you know what? It was earlier than that. I think it was like August or September. And there was a kid who, and he was like, he was a, he was a young child. He was in elementary school. He had said his mom that he might be trans he might think he, he might be a girl and he started dressing up as a girl the teachers um, the teachers acknowledged this but when the parents found out all the kids started bullying him or her in this case that kid killed himself And that happens so much. No child should have to ever have those feelings. What happened to your kids, I'm surprised they haven't been affected by that. Because I know it affected you guys. They have. They they, have. they definitely have. It, they, they used to be very, very vocal and very, very proud. The fact that they had two mothers. Well, not that they're less proud. I shouldn't say that. But it, it's more like they're more cautious. Um, cautious. They're Which they shouldn't withdrawn. be. Yeah. They really um, shouldn't be. They I, are, are they I, did, I got them into like counseling. Adrian's been in counseling for years because of some other things. But, you know, it's just the fact of having to sit kids down and say, look, this is what's going on and this is how it might affect you. It's a horrible and hard conversation. I mean, it's as a black, that's what I was just about to say. We have that. We already have that we conversation. Have that conversation. I was about, just about know, to how say you that. Interact with society and yes. how you interact with people. We still to this day in 2019, telling our young boys in particular, you know, this is how you conduct yourself around police. Mm-hmm. And yeah. If you don't do that. You know, this is what could happen. Yep. Yes. And. Unfortunately, you know, the the latter, the extremist, that's what's portrayed as the norm, which is infor- which is in, in, infuriating. You know, they just I don't know what the bias would be with having two moms in a home. But I'm going to tell you right now. This is the first time my kids have actually had beds. This is, I'm in a house. I'm not homeless. You know, they have food, clean clothes, clothes that fit. We're not on welfare. Just went. Yeah, that was a statistic. Yeah, they were saying there was a statistic in the thing, the, the guy we were talking about earlier yeah, on YouTube, on that lesbian mothers were, uh, the, there was a certain percentile that was on welfare. And, uh, that's and I'm like, that's some bullshit because uh, that's highly disproven right now. We totally break that standard. I've lost a lot of goddamn jobs. 
not once has Terry been on welfare because of it. But at the same thing, she's lost a lot of jobs because they look at her, and at first they're like, okay, so you're a lesbian. Then like, oh, you're a lesbian with kids? We don't want you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a thing. That I mean, is a thing. They're yeah. all for it. The, you know, oh, you're a lesbian. Okay. They came to eat lunch with me. Are those your kids? Yeah, this is my wife. And, my and they started kids. acting differently. Then they started acting different. stupid. I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I mean, unfortunately, Same. there's that fucked up law right now here in Missouri where if you're gay, they can literally tell you you can't have this job, like, legally. That's because Missouri is a right-to-work state. They can fire you or not hire you. And and it and with that being that law, it makes it so hard to get a discrimination case on it. Because I've got, like, two. I've got, what, what was his last one? The last one, I was going through the union to get a job. Yeah. And the union... I went to them and they said, "Oh, we no, we don't hire women for this position." Okay, that's fucked up. And I was like, "You're kidding me! You're kidding me! I just outwelded all of them, but you gonna waste time teaching them?" Yep, because they they're part tang. They're what? That's they're part tang. What's that? Oh, that's cute. I'm they just... got a penis. Oh, that's <laughs> that's pretty what much what it is. Um, I was like, "What is that?" Hey, I told you. I keep telling you every day. You know, if anyone came down and they were like, "You got a choice to be, you know, anything in society," we'd white all be extinct. White man. We'd all be extinct because we'd be a rich white man. <laughs> rich white man with blonde hair and blue eyes. I guess I would have to go with the latter. Like, oh, okay, well, I'll just be like a girl, so I can get all of that. <laughs> I mean, and when it comes down to it, it's like you two have it the worst in the black community because one, you're a woman. Two, you're gay. And three, you're also with children. And black. Oh, I already said black. Oh. I said black, gay. Black women. Yeah. Black Y'all. woman, gay, children. Yep. And successful. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, and then Maki has her up because she's a stud. Yeah, that's another thing. Oh, yeah, studs get it bad. Just they like get it so much worse. I like didn't even realize how bad it, you got it until we went down the street in Westport of all places and got the look. And I was like. What? Yeah, we got the look. I'd never experienced it. Maki was like, okay, so, you know, this is what's going to happen. And I'm like, I have never been, um, I have never been disempowered by claiming you know pansexuality and all of that i've walked right. my i've walked and had my rainbow held pride you know maki's like yeah but uh this is gonna be different because this is gonna be it, it's it's in your it's gonna be in their faces and mm-hmm. i'm like what's that supposed to mean aren't i you know we walked down westport of all places and because of the way maki was dressed People. I was looking handsome, by the way. Absolutely. I was Absolutely. looking fucking handsome, though. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. got the look, the hateful, despised, disgusted look, and I was like, what's going on? It's fucked up, especially... I, here's one thing I've noticed, too. Being black and gay. And being black and gay in general is the worst. It, it, it really is. But being black and identifying with the opposite makes it worse than that feminine gay men get it worse than masculine gay men 
It's uh-huh. true. Studs get it worse than feminine gay girls. It's fucked up. I'm serious. Like, it's, it's annoying. It's, it's I, I, quite frankly very annoying. Yeah, because it's like, it's something about, okay, the black gay community, they're the most stigmatized and discriminated against in the community. You don't really see a lot of problems with Asians. You don't see a lot of problems with the whites or the Latinos. It's more the African-American side. And to be quite honest, I don't I don't understand that because, like, one thing I noticed. Because we've had so much to come from anyway. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think it's because it's a culture. Um, and one or two things, hear me out, okay? Mm-hmm. One, we don't have a culture. We're building a culture. And every time we do build a piece of our culture, we build a p- an essence of our self self-identity it's come it, it turns into a commodity sports yeah. okay true but every culture the hispanics the asians even the whites have had a definition and an understanding of a feminine or lgbt or some type polynesian that's a of huge understanding thing. of gay yep we haven't had our chances of even developing that for ourselves as a culture and anything that we have claimed or developed or even tried to um, emphasize or or make our own has been a commodity destroyed distorted and or just completely um, mis misenfranchised so there's there's the resentment and the hatred in that and then the second second thing is that you know I'm just going to play devil's advocate, but hey, why would you want to absorb something that's already hated? Yeah. You know, don't you want to, why, why don't you want to like pretend you're white because they're loved and accepted? Why, why would you want to go with something that is hated and that's, that's a good point, but disliked? But that, that's a very good point. And I, I feel like that comes to the, to the, I didn't choose it. You know what I'm saying? I've gone 20, 21, 20 years. It was 20 years, so we'll just work from 15. So I went for five to seven years trying to figure out what the fuck I was good at. I'm damn good at making a beat, but I can't jump into that right away. I need something that You're I You're a producer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, shit. She makes amazing music. Well, um, I'm a rapper. Right. I'm not going to rap right now, but you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, I've gone so many years trying to figure that out, and then it just came down to welding. You either got it or you don't. True. You can't weld if you don't have the knack to weld. You just yeah. don't do it. There are people. You 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 can run a bead. Anybody can run a bead. Is it going to stay? Her bead, Terry's bead. I could teach Terry, but Terry's beads aren't going to come as naturally as they do for me. Probably they might. You know, you've never tried welding, to my knowledge, but you you know what I'm saying. Just example. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I mean, it's the same thing as my expression through my artwork. Yeah, I can't draw worth a shit. Me neither. Terry can teach me how to draw a head. It's going to take me five and a half years. She's been doing it for 30. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> Shoot. I got a cousin named Adrian, and he does art. He's been doing it. all these Adrians in That's the world. That's a good name. It is well, a good hers name. is Adrian. No, she, and he's been drawing since we were like this tall, like we were eight years old when I first met him. Like, he draws a mean, like, just, he could do sketching, he could do painting. Like, he has one where he did um, Notorious B.I.G. 
and I'll show you guys later or whatever, but he's incredible. Like, I was like, fuck, I can't even draw a fucking stick figure. Me neither. Me I, oh, neither. I, I, I think it's... Shut up. <laughs> oh. Shut up. Yeah, you can't draw a stick figure. You draw a whole... Terry can sit down and just... Terry's got a photogenic... Photogenic? Yeah, photogenic. No. Photographic. Photographic. Thank you. Photo, yeah, yeah. Photo, no. Photographing right, memory. Just, just edit. Before. Just edit it out of me trying to figure out what the fuck the word was. Oh anyway. no, this is staying. No, <laughs> oh, this is. There was staying. a photographic memory. There was a photographic memory. I give up. Terry has one of them, and <laughs> <laughs> and we went back a hundred years. Okay. <laughs> she can literally just look at something and draw it to the T. All the details from the wrinkles to the lighting. It's crazy. She is a good artist. Have you seen her artwork? Yeah, I've seen some of her artwork, yeah. Yay. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, $20 a sketch. You Girl. can find her on Facebook. Girl, you no, need to put some. Oh. Yeah, they can. Terry Wade. Not on there. All right, fine. Um. Yeah. Girl, you need to put some of that stuff on Instagram. Yeah, let, yeah. I'm too scared. Yo, I got to show you some of this artwork I've seen on Instagram. Girl, your artwork would be perfect. Your artwork is better. Heck, I know. Too scared. I know. Um, I know. Um, I know somebody that always posts the artists that do their stuff. Yeah. I, she would totally post yours. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Twenty dollars a for it's a small sketch. Hundred and fifty for a portrait. She would totally. I'm serious. And she's developing a lounge. So if anybody if anybody knows anything about getting an LLC or something like that, please get in contact with us. Because my wife wants to start our own lounge. Yeah, I have. Oh, cool. I told you that I really want to get this business. Yeah. um, No, I'm not trying to make a million dollars or anything. I'm actually just trying to destroy the the color lines. Oh, yeah. I'm the same way right now. That's why I'm trying to, like, you know, get this podcast up and going so that way I can. Actually, pursue something. So I understand. Um, yeah, you can talk to my mom. I'll see if like I can set something up, and you can give her a call or something like that. that yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, totally. That would be nice. I, I, I'm I'm down for she, whatever as long as she, I get to do the welding she, inspection. For yeah, because I mean she the, has a tax ID, so she knows how to set that up. Heck, I need to set that up myself. By the way, we didn't tell them. I mean, because we told them all this bad stuff about the childcare. We found one. We oh, found really? a wonderful child care. Oh, kids yes. have been loving it. Um, yes. Yeah, and, and it's affordable. They actually run 24-7 because that was one of the biggest issues we were finding. Oh, man. How like, you going to say all over 24 Kansas City. hours a day, yeah. but you close at 6 o'clock? Mm-hmm. All over Kansas City, there's 24-hour daycares that close at like 6, 7, 8. So how's it 24 hours? Thank you. It's not. And it's then not. They, don't open, they don't open but, until late either. Right. You can't drop them off until 10. Their, their right. excuse what? is that they have that, to have a certain a number of kids in order to run 24-7. But how can you have that certain number if you're telling the parents that need your business that you won't do it? Sounds pretty right. counterproductive to it's, me. It's, but I think that it is. They're still to get shut down in five years. No, they don't. They're, they're open. They're fine. Child care is a rip. And it's probably been a rip for a very long time. And mm-hmm. along with child care is a family... Family and and family leave. I mean, it's it's horrendous in this country. I know there's FMLA, which is a godsend, mm-hmm. but unless families, 
of all demographics get together and really start putting in on this and really start dictating what what can and cannot be that's going to end up getting watered down just like so many other organizations that were designed to help us i mean come on people there is a war against the middle class you know all the rest of it is just is just fodder but the absolute elimination is the middle class it's very true though and unfortunately especially in this generation we are so terrified to stand for something and you know how the saying goes stand for something fall for nothing. or fall for everything pretty much didn't, didn't know that yeah that's that's the saying but that's also along with what years. i learned like you know kansas like america no. um bridget while i was in germany she she also taught me how to cook <laughs> But uh, she used to tell me all the time, she was like, America is the only place I've known that glorifies their their whores. Hmm. So, you know, maybe that's one of those reasons why all this mess continues to continue. And no, it just seems like there is no voice out there. And the tiny voices that are out there become murmurs or watered down because it's like, we have these amazing organizations like Lighthouse and stuff like that, but I don't hear their voices. And I'm like, I, I would love to see, I'm, I'm actually challenging places in Kansas City and people out there and organizations out there. I would love to see them standing up more and saying, no, you know, we're, we're doing this. We're making community stomps. We're, we're putting our voices out there and we're saying we are a beacon come come and get our support because i i want to i want to and i'm i'm infuriated and frustrated that my child has to be hospitalized in order for me to see you know the the fear and and terror that's out here like that i'm 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 infuriated that some two rich people can you know take advantage of their privilege and take education from someone who really is out there working ever so hard for us not to be upset that they can use their privilege, but to be upset that education has anything to do with profit at all. Why isn't it free yet? If you want to pursue it, you can. You should. Isaac Newton didn't pay the tree to get the apple to fall on his head. There is no reason why our children should not be able to grasp and gain just by the idea that it's there and it's accessible and it's for them. There's no reason why we don't have more STEM programs in our community. And I'm personally, I am infuriated by the fact that as a country, we are upset that somebody paid to get education. But our, our fury comes from the fact that they did it and not from the fact that it shouldn't even been an option to be done. I agree. I sincerely agree. This is this is America's capitalistic ideas. And unfortunately those ideas affect a big majority in the long run. If you're not one percent they don't really give a fuck. Absolutely. And it's 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 disgusting that the American dream has a limitation. That is we were always told there is no limit. 
But what we were not told is that the limitless belongs to the bank account. Money is really the power. Cash is king. So fuck holding a crown. You don't even got to be the fucking president. But we know as a country that that's not true. We have proven that over and over through history that that is not true. Powers that be have risen over and over and powers that be have been dissected and destroyed over and over again. Even God has taken down the Tower of Babel a couple times. So, Yep. I mean, we may not be God, but we are people. And as a people, you know, we have thrown tea into bays and, mm-hmm. you know, we... I mean, the first person that was shot during the revolution was black. So, True. when it comes down to it, we are also a part of that history. Also a part of that history. Our blood is on this soil just as much as others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, once again, it is not. It's time to to develop, yes, our culture, but to also recognize that this is not a cultural issue. It is an economic issue. I agree. Sincerely. And we will, I do believe that we will develop an amazing and beautiful culture that will not be a commodity and that will not get disenfranchised. But in the meantime, I believe that it's time that we just share our voices and our own beliefs. I agree. I mean, maybe we just have to do what we've always done and just play support team. <laughs> oh my gosh, we may have to. You're like, just play support team, get the get it to where we need to, and then <laughs> figure it out from there. Well, do you have any ideas on that, hun? This is one of those intellectual conversations that I just stay my happy non woke ass out of. <laughs> Sweetheart, you are woke too. Hey, it's not even having. A, it's not even woke, being woke. It's just being real and conscious of the fact that we know what society's doing. Like, I mean, to be un to be for uh, be unfortunate. It's just like there are a lot of tags of corruption. We've been focused on money so long that our education is dwindling in society. How are we how are we supposed to be the number one nation? But. We're only number one in military and prisons. Everybody else is like laughing us in education. They're laughing us in development. I mean, just from going to Japan, I could tell how advanced they were. And on top of that, they know English and Japanese. They know French. Some of them are learning other languages, and then we're reluctant to do it here in this country, even though we have multiple different ethnicities and national backgrounds, especially the Hispanic or Latinx Latinx community. I feel like, yo, if I go to school, if I have my kid go to school, I would love for them to be enriched in learning a new language because it's best to start out young, especially Spanish. I can't speak for Spanish is definitely one of the top languages in the United States. We are not just an English-speaking country. If people would learn Spanish, I feel like that would even enhance communities. But nobody uh, nobody wants to go with that. We don't make it an idea to go ahead and learn different languages. You go to Europe, most Europeans know more than one language. 
But that's also because Europe is not nearly as big as America. I had huh. no idea the size difference. Oh, the size and difference is when you're speaking big. other languages in small. Europe, I mean, it's when I was a child, you just soaked it up like a sponge. I mean, mm-hmm. there are so many different cultures and aspects. It was, you want it to learn. You want it to be engulfed in it. You know, yeah, I'm learning Spanish um, myself. I'm teaching myself. It's a really slow process because I'm learning para las novelas. Um, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, like, and then on top of that, when you're an adult, it takes a little bit more than when you're a child to learn a new language. It's even been, you know, practice and studies. Like, kids comprehend it so fast that, like, for instance, my mom told me when I had a Thai babysitter back when um when I was first, you know, you know, in the world or whatever, I learned a little bit of Thai. I picked wow. it up. I don't know Thai now as an adult. Yeah, my son picked up, it was like two months of being around you. Two months, Liam was speaking Hawaiian. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, kids can pick up the language fast. For us as adults, you know, especially as we get older, it's harder to pick up. So it's like, okay, I understand. But I'm just telling you, once you get into those soap operas, I mean. I mean, those are good soap operas. I mean, hey. Uh, that's what I'm learning. I'm learning the Spanish. I have got to get into these soap operas. They're Let me amazing. ask you something. Have you ever seen Jane the Virgin? Yes. Okay, so. That's like an American watered-down version yeah, of novela. <laughs> yeah, but that's just it, though. Like, there's an original Jane the Virgin, but it was from Venezuela. Oh. Yeah, that's originally a Venezuelan show. And they brought it to America and translated it and all Same that. Same as Ugly Betty. Basically, yeah. Oh, uh, Mas Bea. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. Yeah. W- that's one of my favorite That's why it's so novela-esque. It's because Mas it was a novella. Yeah, so like. Oh, oh, speaking of shows. What up? Yeah, I'm getting on your case again. What'd I do? Have you finished fucking Ruby? No, I was in the hospital. <laughs> you was in the hospital. Yeah. You was in the hospital. Yeah, I was in the hospital last week. Remember? You could have watched it on your phone in the hospital. Really, Mikey? He was in the hospital. Look, we already talked oh, about um, it. It's okay. Uh, You're new. Yeah, it's all right. So should I explain? Oh yeah. No. I I, I better explain. Um, so um, Terry, I almost died last week. Mikey, we already talked about it. He's living. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. See, I, it all started when I was coughing up blood on Thursday. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm not having pneumonia because I was having hard trouble breathing. And I went to uh, Truman Lakewood, and my blood pressure was 234 over 164. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I was at stroke level. Thankfully, it wasn't pneumonia. Um, It was just drainage from my nose because I had a nosebleed the previous night. And they ran a whole bunch of tests. And... um, they saw I was low on potassium. Like, your potassium level was supposed to be, like, a 3.6. Mm. Mine was at, like, 2.3. And they're wondering if um, if I may have uh, con syndrome. Oh, my and, goodness. And con syndrome affects the heart, so it leaves me more prone to maybe cancer or heart disease is what I found out. That's, like, the number one killer in, in African-American communities. Yes. Heart and disease. So, they're going to be running some tests on me to see if I do truly have it. I mean, I'm taking the medicine now to help with my blood pressure and stuff like that. And they're also trying to give me a sleep study to help with my sleep apnea because I've had a lot of trouble, especially in the current weeks. Like, just, I'm waking up in a haze, headaches and tired and stuff like that. And 
Also, I've been trying to diet as of I started like earlier in the weekend. Just started, you know, eating low sodium foods and stuff like that. I got a hospital like Sunday. I do understand that. Um, I've been encouraging Maki to join me on the like no sugar, low salt. Yes. Um, she wants she wants to do keto, correct? How the keto? I mean keto, keto. How do you say, it, honey? Keto. Keto. The thing is, Maki is. I love you, sweetheart. She hard headed as hell. You know what? Square up, bro. <laughs> No, <laughs> I got it in there though. I said no, it. I said you, it. You oh my gosh, it's documented, bro. You lucky, ain't you? Ooh, slick ass. Well, Maki, you <laughs> do yeah, seem like so you're like kind of stubborn. I want to get to. <laughs> no, shut up, oh, Anthony. It was so bad when she when you first met me. Okay, I had a compost. You we ate mother. meat twice a week. She was trying to kill me. Okay, first of all, you can live without meat. They probably want to find out if we're still coming over. You want me to pause it real quick? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to pause it real quick. All right, we're going to take a break real quick. She has to take up a call. And we're back. Sorry about that, guys. Phone call. Um, but we are going to go ahead and um, wrap it up due to the fact they got some um, other ventures they got to attend to. Um, so with that, um, Maki is actually, um, actually away from the microphone right now, so... With that, we're going to go ahead and um, end it right here. So um, I want to thank her and Terry for being on this podcast. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And um, that was her cute little daughter right there. Yes, it was. And with that, um, my name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. You already know what it is, a.k.a. The one in the biz, a.k.a. The one with the sis. With that, Mr. A.k.a. is out. And we're going to go ahead and end it right here. The Delivery Bros. <laughs>